everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Delayed Effect. This will be chapter 15, if I'm not mistaken. I, uh, I guess it's been a minute since the last one. These, these always kind of escape me when I, uh, actually sit and realize that I haven't recorded one in a while. Um, I think it's been about two weeks since the last one came out, give or take. And, well, <laughs> I have a moment, so why not? Uh, I, I'm actually back down in Oregon for the weekend, although today is, in fact, Monday, uh, November 16th, which, if you know me, you're probably sitting there saying, well, Pecky, why aren't, why aren't you at work? <laughs> well, I, I actually ended up taking today off so that I could extend this weekend by an extra day to kind of, well, you know, on top of just relaxing, um, just get a chance to see everybody that I wanted to because, you know, I've been making trips down to Oregon ever since I moved up uh, to Seattle. I make trips down to Oregon. I wouldn't say frequently, but I have traveled down for uh, a plethora of reasons, you know, like, well, you know, meeting Tom, like, I guess really seeing Tom for the second time because I've already met him the first time. You don't meet somebody again, although he probably thought it was the first time we met but still <laughs> uh and, and then of course you know just coming to get some things halloween costume items uh visiting parents of course and, and my best friend joel but this was my opportunity to actually come down and actually see people you know that i've been saying hey you know next time i'm in town i'll, I'll let you know even though I technically probably lied to them because when I told them that I'd probably been in town once or twice since then, but you know, this was my opportunity to actually see them and, and hang out and you know, shoot the shit or shit the shoot, whichever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was fun. I, I rolled in Friday night. Um, what did I do? Oh, I got in pretty late Friday night. So I just, pretty much got to my parents' house and slept, which was awesome because <laughs> I got to, oh, I got to sleep in my own bed. You know, it's, that's something that I never thought I would ever take for granted. You know what I mean? I've, I've always had a bed available to me. So when I moved up to Seattle and I'm staying with my friends up there, I'm sleeping on their couch or I did have an air mattress at one point, but the damn thing finally sprung a leak somehow. And <laughs> about four o'clock in the morning, I woke up and Lo and behold, I was about half a foot from touching the floor through the mattress. So, yeah, I've been sleeping on the couch pretty much ever since then and before that. You know, that I really only used that for about a week until I realized it wasn't going to work anymore. And, uh, you know, I mean, I sleep. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm not getting sleep at all. But it's it's not my bed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but it's something I didn't really realize that I would miss, you know? Cause I mean, I, I'm like, I said, I'm still getting sleep. I'm still getting, you know, six to eight hours a night. It's somewhat restless because I end up, you know, waking up cause I'm rolling over on a couch rather than, you know, rolling from side to side on uh, my full size bed. And I mean, I'm not sleeping great on the couch, but I, 
like I've been saying, I'm getting sleep, so it's it's not really been an issue, I thought, until I got here. You know, I, I rolled in Friday night about, uh, I want to say, 2 in the morning, and my mom woke up, so her and I talked for about an hour, so I didn't really get to bed till about 3. But when I did go to bed, you know, I laid down and got underneath the covers, and <laughs> I actually expressed out loud, I'm like, oh, bad. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> I was, it, it, I didn't realize how much I'd missed it. Just the feeling of my mattress, let alone a mattress in general, but you know, mine specifically that, you know, obviously has my feel to it. And I, I mean, you know, usually when I sleep, I always have something on. I, I, I maybe I'm listening to Netflix or music. I uh, I was just, I had my phone, I didn't even plug my phone in, I was looking on my phone, and I was getting ready to try and set up something to, to play that I could listen to, and, and I think I just kind of dropped the phone onto the bed and just out, like a light, and I did not wake up at all, at all, which is weird, because I usually always wake up sometime through the night, you know, even when I'm rolling over or something. I, I think I woke up in the exact same position. I fell asleep, but eleven <laughs> thirty the next morning. You know, which sounds like I really slept in late, but given that I went to bed at three, it was really only eight hours of sleep. But uh, I guess eight and a half if you want to be technical about it. But nevertheless, I uh, <laughs> I was I woke up. I'm like, oh fuck, wow. And it still wasn't enough. You know, by the time I got towards the end of the day, I was. I was extremely tired again, but it was nice, you know, I got to wake up, and I got up, and mom made me breakfast and coffee, which is cool, you know, having mom make food, <laughs> it's always kind of, kind of a nice comforting feeling, and I hung out with them, mom and dad, for the whole day, and then I uh, went and uh, collected my best friend whom I haven't seen since the last time I, I pretty much actually since the last time I recorded uh, if you'll remember that chapter 14 was when I was driving I think I recorded it yeah it was while I was driving to Portland to go to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo and he was there I mean obviously he was in the episode if you listen he, he called me during it and it ended up recording the conversation which was funny so I, I mean, that was, I guess, two weeks ago, but you know, even that was just maybe about six, seven hours of seeing him. And before that, it had been, I think another two weeks. I, I mean, I really haven't had a chance to just sit and hang out with him for <laughs> probably since I left, you know, I mean, we've talked, obviously we don't, we don't talk every day, but you know, when, when we do, we, we, you know, we text back and forth, you know, silly shit or stuff about sports or things like that. Um, but I went and picked him up anyway, so then we went to his co-worker's apartment, and we had a, a game night. You know, we, I've done this three times before. No, this was the third time. Um, went and played a game called Ascension. It's a deck-building game, which is, it's actually pretty fun. You know, it's not like your traditional board game. Or even really, I mean, there's a board to it, but it's <laughs> that, see when when I go play board games or when I go to game night, that's the kind of shit we're doing. We're we're playing these 
these uh these nerdy little deck building games or you know nothing like dungeons and dragons or anything like that but you know it's it's not like clue or sorry or monopoly or you know like when you think board games you know you think those commercialized popular ones but you know these are always ones that most people probably have never heard of unless you're really in deep in the the board gaming community i guess for lack of a better term it's a fun game i never win but you know i i don't go to to win or even play the games i just go to hang out with people people that i'm becoming friends with they're they're all new to me they're all my my best friend joel's co-workers but they're 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 great guys they're fun to hang out with and we always end up having a good time um <laughs> so that that got done about midnight or so and i took joel back home and you know i was thinking man maybe i'll just crash with him but then i thought fuck that my bed is back <laughs> about 40 minutes in that direction so Went home, crashed again. Actually, no, I ended up staying up talking to Dad this night, which was cool because I haven't really had a chance to talk to my dad in a couple months. Just sit with me and him, and uh, that was pretty cool. We talked about a whole bunch of different shit, you know, everything under the sun from politics to music to TV shows and movies and things like that, which was pretty cool. And all this stuff going on with France and everything like that. We had that on on the news while him and I were talking back and forth and yeah it was it was great it was cool and then ended up going to bed at about three again <laughs> uh woke up yesterday uh same shit as before just woke up had breakfast coffee i made mom coffee this time and breakfast no i didn't make her breakfast she didn't want anything to eat but i made the coffee this time because you know i'm not completely helpless and uh, just hung out with him again, and then I went and got my best. Not I went and hung out with my best friend again, but also with my old coworkers from my parks job that I used to have. So that was really cool, cause you know a lot of them I I very much so consider friends. I mean, you work that closely with people, especially around your own age group and uh, like-minded values and interests and whatnot you obviously develop a, a bond of some sort and these are all people that were in full support of the the career decision that I made despite the fact that it means that I not only moved away but I don't work with them anymore because they know it's what I want it's what I need <laughs> and e even uh even one of my friends was like you know I I, I have no doubt in my mind because I, I can hear just how excited you are about it and how passionate you seem to be so that's any indication I guess <laughs> so that was a lot of fun and then uh, ended up taking uh, my best friend home uh, his wife was there but she she took the car oh that's right she took the car back because we went to his dad's house to watch the last half of the unfortunate Seahawks game and but that was cool, so him and I got to hang out a little bit more, and that was great. It's been a really nice weekend, you know, and, and like I said, I took today off just so I could have that little bit of extra time, so I didn't have to cram all that in and then just rush back. And that's kind of a funny story, too, because I uh, I went into my manager's office on Wednesday of last week and said, hey, I'm uh, I'm heading back down to Oregon this weekend. And just the way that I said it and worded it, he looked at me with these wide eyes. He's like, permanently? And I'm like, oh, no, no, shit, no, no. 
just to visit. And and I was gonna ask you if I could take Monday off too, just to you know have that extra day. And you know, basically what I'm telling all of you guys. And he's like, "Oh, thank God, don't do that. I need you here." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, that's comforting to know." You know, and and more to that, he came up to me on Friday and he said, "Well, have a good three day weekend. You know, we'll we'll miss you on Monday," <laughs> because, I mean. It's funny, you know, I've said before, it's not the most difficult job. It's actually pretty mundane, repetitive, and, you know, with repetition comes experience and, and you know, speed and accuracy at the same time. You know, you get all of that when you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. You find the most efficient way to do it. Of course, with my mind, repetition equals insanity. So even though I become s- extremely efficient with one way of doing it, I have to throw a wrench in the works and change something up and then kind of readjust just so that I don't have to keep doing it the same way over and over again. And then on Tuesday and, and Friday, or excuse me, Thursday and Friday, my coworker was actually gone. So it was just me doing all the software updating. But that actually worked out great because I could run both stations and I could just kind of hop back and forth and I never really had downtime. So it kept me busy rather than plug the device in, hit the thing, wait, update the next one, wait, update, you know, it's like, I could update one, go to his station, update one, I'd have to wait initially until those two would get done, but then I I have to plug them into another machine, and then run a separate set of software on it to verify that the update went through, you know, so like, I could plug that in and do that, by the time I got those two done, the next two were ready, and it was, it was just an awesome cycle. It worked out pretty great. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of when I go in tomorrow, I'm going to ask, can, can he do something else? You know, that the, they need help with more things around the warehouse. If maybe he could do other things, then I could do that. Because <laughs> I hate just sitting there and doing nothing. Uh, but uh, a cool side note on that job, uh, one of the guys that works above me, I guess I, I call them like my direct superiors is these two guys that are basically between me and, and the manager of our side of the warehouse. One of them is applying for another job with Boeing, I guess. And he feels really good. He's got an interview this week. Feels really good about it. So he said, you know, if, if he gets that job, he's going to take him, me, the other guy that he works with and our manager and sit down in the office and explain to him why I should take his job when he leaves. So, fuck, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess that means I'm doing a pretty good job, right? Who knew? I'm just there to do the work. But, hey, you know, any kind of, uh, any kind of guarantee of work, especially year-round, just means I can stay longer. <laughs> so that'll be nice. Um, to the point of school, uh, not, not really a whole lot has gone on since the last time I had class. Yeah, I've got my guitar. Not the acoustic that's up in Washington, obviously, because I'm not there. Um, this is my Ibanez acoustic. See, I left my 
I've been as acoustic in my Epiphone G400 here so that when I come here, I have guitars to play. And then up in Washington, I have my Les Paul Jr., my Strat Acoustic. So it's cool. No matter where I go, I can play music <laughs> and I don't have to take anything with me. Although the guitars up there, I do prefer. Well, that sounds gross. There we go. Um, but anyway, back to the point of school. Uh, yeah, so I, I had my first class. I think it was like th almost three weeks ago now. But, you know, the, the second week, uh, my, my mentor was out of town, you know, touring with, I don't know what band it is, but he's a, a touring engineer. He does a lot of the live production work for, I, I don't know if it's for many bands or just this band in particular, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to be gone this week. This should be the last tour that I go on, so we don't have to worry about this anymore. But, you know, he was trying to hook me up with another engineer to teach me lesson two, but I guess no one was available. So I texted him in the middle of that second week and said, hey, you know, what do you want to do about next week? And he said, oh, let's do Thursday. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that was while he was out of town, so he didn't really have his schedule in front of him. Then when he got back, he emailed me and said, hey, hey I kind of double booked that night. The only time I'm free this week is during the day, which is when you're at work. And I said, all right, man, that's fine. I mean, I I understand that. This is going to happen in this industry. You know, schedules are going to get altered. You know, you're going to have to adjust. You know, you're going to double book a lot, I'm sure. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. And it's just, it's another learning opportunity of sorts you know I'm, I'm taking it as that as just a way to to learn how to brush it off and just reschedule and be happy with that because I guarantee that's going to happen in this business so we scheduled it for Thursday of this week so I, I asked him like okay you know that's fine but can we put it in the books so that I don't miss it because I mean I'm not trying to be a dick but I mean, I'm paying for this for one thing, and it's been three weeks, and I'm just I'm I'm itching. I want to get back in and do more, because chapter two is all on uh, basic electronics, which is really cool. So I'm learning like the science of electricity, down on the atomic level, and and how electricity actually works, on a scientific level, and or rather from a scientific perspective, as well as how it powers electronics and uh, like the difference between alternating current direct current which is funny because it's it's basically like stuff that uh, Zach and Joe have studied I mean obviously I'm not saying I'm becoming an electrician you know I'm not even saying that my knowledge rivals anything that they've learned or studied obviously <laughs> but what I've learned in the book so far it's all just basic it's it's basic introductory and that's probably as far as it's going to go because if I'm understanding this correctly what they're teaching me to begin with is basically how the shit works that I'm using or the, the the things that I'll be working with for example chapter one was like the science of sound so you're actually learning how sound physically works you know how it travels through the air how it manipulates the the air pressure around you how it actually penetrates your ear and how your ear your inner ear is able to process the data and transmit it to your brain in real time you know things like that so it's it's really interesting i mean it's it's stuff 
even my mentor said, this is stuff you're never going to need to know. I mean, when you're sitting there mis- mixing and mastering um, a song or an audio file, you know, you're not going to have to know how your cochlea interprets data and sends electrical signals to your brain. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to need to know how electrons jump from one side to the other or something for for the fact of, uh, you know, plugging in a guitar <laughs> or, you know, miking up an amp or something like that. You know, it's it's really not useful information, but it's cool to know. And, and it's like I've always said about school. If it pertains to the education in some fashion, if there's an actual relatable connection, then I'm all for it. You know, but if I'm sitting there studying to become a writer and you're making me take math classes, that doesn't make sense. There's no way math is going to apply to that unless I have to count the words. <laughs> and, you know, even that's a stretch. But this is all something that pertains to the equipment I'm working with and the career, obviously, that I'm choosing. So at least that's how I'm justifying it so I don't have to look at it and go, well, this is stupid. <laughs> and it's not because it's actually interesting, too. I mean, the everything from the, the biological response to sound to, you know, how you get electrocuted. <laughs> it's all very interesting and, and good to know uh, on some level. I mean, I don't honestly know if I'll ever have to use it, but yeah, it's pretty neat, I think. So, um... I mean, it might even come in handy, you know, if I ever get to a point where I start, like, tinkering with electronics. I don't know how much of an, uh, a base of knowledge I'm going to get on basic electronics. I mean, the the whole of Chapter 2, like I said, was about how electricity works on a scientific level. And... Um, and then how it powers electronics, and then how different there are different forms of electricity, which that was kind of interesting. I mean, everything from you know basic power to solar energy to nuclear power and things like that, which is also kind of weird, given that I'm not going to use nuclear energy to power my studio. But you know, you never know. Way of the future. Um, call it Fallout Shelter Studios. Um, but yeah, so there are certain aspects of it that, that are, I I think useful. Like, like, uh, Joe asked me the other day on Snapchat, he said, what, what's a phantom power for on a mixer? And Joe, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know off the top of my head, so I had to look it up, but I, I remembered hearing something about it in, in my studies the the phantom power is essentially the the source of power for condenser microphones because that's something I did learn even though we haven't gotten to the study of microphones yet I took it upon myself to research that uh, a few weeks ago actually because I I was looking at or not actually last week which I'll get into in a second but I was looking up the difference between condenser and dynamic microphones because I was looking to get a new microphone and um basically the condenser microphone is the the kind that requires a charge it like like the one I'm using right now like all microphones that I've used are all condenser microphones that's what the phantom power is for it provides 
an electrical charge to the microphone for it able to interpret this analog data of my voice being taken into it and converting it into the digital data that you see making little wavelengths on the screen. Whereas a dynamic microphone, actually, it, it kind of works like an eardrum does in a way, where it, it takes in the pressure of the sound and is able to, uh, it basically generates power by, what's the word, uh, vibrating a little coil inside the microphone, which transmits the data. So it <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of an acoustic acoustic energy transmitter in a way it, it takes the the physical nature of sound and converts it into data which is weird but kind of cool too but yeah that's that's essentially how your eardrum works too you know you, the sound goes into your ear knocks against your eardrum triggers those three little bones that kind of kicks against your cochlea which then somehow that's the weird thing like if you actually uh, study up on this the the way that the cochlea transmits data to your brain is actually insane it has like all these different specific uh like nerve i think they're nerve endings that it, it just like it, it it doesn't hit all of them but it's like there's a specific slot for a specific sound which is really weird so it's like it's able to hit all these different little nerve endings which click these little <laughs> it's it's really strange. I'm trying to base it off the diagram that I saw, um, or the animation rather. It, it, it like it clicks these little nerve endings, which kick these little hair fibers that are in your ear, which have their own nerve endings that transmit the data to your brain. But it's like it knows the cochlea knows which ones to click to generate what you're hearing. It's it's absolutely bizarre, especially that it's happening in real time too. Like right now, like thousands of little nerve endings are going off in your ear because you're hearing my voice. <laughs> it's it's pretty insane how something so tiny works so efficiently and so quickly. It, <laughs> it's almost mind-boggling, but um, yeah, that's essentially how a, a dynamic microphone works if I'm understanding it correctly. So that's kind of cool. Um... But yeah, on the the subject of a condenser microphone. So, like I said before, I was looking to get a new microphone, but I'm not. I, I'm kind of choosing my words a little carefully there. I said get a new microphone and say purchase. Although technically I did buy it, but I suppose also technically I did not. <laughs> um, so guitar sale was having this. I don't even know what the sale was for. Guitar sale. Guitar center was having this sale for something I don't know exactly what it was for but it was for like the last two weeks of October and like half of the first week of November so on the last day of the sale I went in on November 4th to a guitar center over in uh, Tukwila I think it was and I saw in their catalog they had an isolation shield that you can get it's it's just like an aluminum backing one that's full of all that uh, uh, isolation foam so it, it essentially wraps around the microphone in a hundred like a hundred and eighty degree concave design that basically keeps any sound from penetrating the microphone via the back or the sides. So it's basically all the sound you're gonna get is either from the top or from the front. And if you position it correctly, it's mainly just from the front. Um 
but the the kicker was is that it came with a hundred dollar microphone for free so you're essentially getting two hundred dollars worth of merchandise for half the price Ooh, eh, that made a popping sound sorry I don't have the pop filter on this yet I, I have it here but I forgot to set it up um yeah so the uh the the isolation shield was made by sterling audio so naturally the microphone that came with it was a sterling audio FET condenser microphone I don't know what the FET stands for but it's an ST51 um, it's what I'm using right now actually I, I brought it I picked it up on the way so, so what happened was is I went and bought the isolation shield but they were out of the microphone so the guy said alright well here I'll just order you one and you can pick it up in the Seattle store <laughs> which was funny too because he's like alright what's your phone number so I gave it to him he's like what what's this address you, you want to give me your address again because I don't think this is right so I put it in he's like what is that an apartment I'm like no it's a house he's like nine seven zero. is that Oregon <laughs> I'm like yeah He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I traveled all the way up here for this sale, dude. I heard this was the store to come to. And he's like, do you want me to ship the microphone to the Tacoma store so you can pick it up or on the way back or something? I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm just fucking with you. I'm staying in Seattle. Just send it there. Um. So he he had it. He didn't so much have it sent to the Seattle store, rather. he had the He called the Seattle store and had one taken off the shelf and put on reserve for me. Well, thankfully, I didn't, you know, decide to travel to go get it because what they thought he meant was take it and ship it to their store for some reason. So he texted me a couple days later. He's like, hey, the microphone got shipped here. I'm not sure why, but, you know, if you want to come pick it up, here it is. So naturally, on my way down to Oregon, I stopped real quick and picked it up. And, God, it's – I didn't expect it to be such a quality microphone. I figured they were just giving away, like, the shitty one for free, but it's not even, like, their most basic model. If I uh, understand correctly, the the basic model of the microphone. I mean, they have a Class A FET S30, then there's an S50, then there's an ST31, and then there's the ST51. It's a uh, its polar pattern is cardioid, which, if you don't know, cardioid is like it it basically picks up from the front. In a little bit from the sides, but that like that's where the the main input of the sound is going into. You know, I mean, you can it it can pick up sound from the back, but it's essentially traveling around to the front of the microphone, and it absorbs the sound through the front, through the little piece in there. I don't I don't know all the terms yet, unfortunately. The diaphragm, maybe. Um. It says the diaphragm is a three-quarter inch six micron. I don't know what that means. Frequency response is 20 to 18 kilohertz. I, I feel like I know what that means, but I don't know how to explain it. I mean, that was kind of part of chapter one. Uh, da, 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 da. Maximum SPL is 134 decibels, which I'm, guess, I'm guessing is like the maximum intake that it can take in <laughs> yeah, technical terms not really uh, sensitivity equivalent noise level typical load impedance I don't know what any of this means phantom power 48 volts yeah 
dimensions, weight. It weighs about a pound. Yeah, that was the thing I didn't expect either was that it's, it's actually like a, it's a solid feeling microphone. I mean, it's a pound, you know, it's not like it's heavy, but it's heavier than the one that came with my uh, Scarlet 2i2 interface. It's a hard mount, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's interesting, and it it is a well, obviously being a a standard studio microphone, it does plug in via the XLR cable towards the to into the interface, which obviously because it needs the the phantom power in order to operate, which is weird because I don't know how the the USB microphone works then because obviously it doesn't use the interface. I mean the USB mic was powered by a USB cord <laughs> and that was it and that's how it transmitted the data too from the microphone into the software huh I never thought about that I'm gonna maybe I'll ask my teacher about that on Thursday mentor teacher head dude um, but yeah so it's it's interesting and, and I don't know enough about microphones yet to really tell you a lot in detail about it but I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to write down exactly what the specs are on it. I'm going to take it in my teacher and say, "Hey, I got this for free essentially." Um I wanted to ask you about it, you know. Not not so much about whether or not it's a good microphone because it's free. I don't care if it's good or not. It's just something I I got a new piece of equipment and I want to know as much about it as I can. So, um, maybe I can get some more information on that for the next episode. But it's cool because now I have another microphone. You know, I have two of them now, which is great. If I ever want to uh, double up on the miking, I totally can. Like I can see this. This is the cool thing now because my my interface has uh, uh, two different inputs. I can have a microphone up to my acoustic guitar and a microphone up to my voice. I just thought of that. That's kind of cool. Granted. Excuse me. I need. Um, well, I do. I bought an. Oh, that's the, that's the other thing I bought there too. I bought another microphone stand, another boom stand like the one I have down here. So, once I get my my little living establishment all set up. Oh, that's something I haven't talked about either. I don't think. I'll go to that in a minute. But once I get that all set up, then I can have two microphone stands and play and sing at the same time without it sounding distant one with a, without one or the other sounding distant so that could be really cool oh man this is an exciting time <laughs> um so yeah living establishment so the people i'm staying with uh, have decided that they don't want me to move out rather than stay just for a couple months so uh, i mean i think eventually i still will because obviously i'm going to need my own place at some point but for now what they're saying that they can do is they have a it's a it's a shed for all intents and purposes it is a storage shed out in the backyard but it's wired for electricity and heat and um i, I believe it's insulated it's i don't know if, if it is but it should be it, it was basically built to be a, a work shed like a la little laboratory for the guy that to work to laboratory a little lab eh, laboratory i guess is long term for a lab but um for the I guess the previous owner 
or the previous resident. I'm not entirely sure, but it was a workstation. You know, it's meant to be a, a space to go in for numerous hours of the day and live out of, for lack of a better term. So what we're going to do is we're going to clean it out and set up a little bed in there and everything so I can have my own space to go away and sleep. And it's not very big. I mean, honestly, it's the whole thing is probably the size of a standard master bedroom split in half. So I, I, I feel like the half that I would sleep in is just big enough for a twin size bed. But then they said I could turn the other half into a functioning studio. So I figured, you know, I'll save up. I'll buy some of that uh, isolation shielding, or rather the isolation material, the foam, and just line the entire thing with it, which is cool. <laughs> and that's going to be expensive because like, uh, even like a, a decent-sized panel of that is like 50 bucks, so that'll be an investment. But I'll have studio material. I mean... Even if I move out and I get an apartment, I, <laughs> I mean, I can get like a one-bedroom apartment, just turn the bedroom into the studio. You know, it's not a terrible idea. I don't know how I do that in an apartment, but I'd make it work somehow. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just kind of thinking ahead a little bit. But yeah, so I'm gonna start doing that because I don't actually have a room there. I mean, I sleep on the couch. And I, I got a shelf now to keep my clothes on, which is cool. But I don't I don't have a room to retreat to. Basically, wherever I am, there's always people around, which is fine, because I'm, I'm not knocking them at all. I mean, obviously, I love them. Clearly, if I didn't, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> I wouldn't want to stay with them if I didn't enjoy their presence and company. Um... But, you know, being the kind of person that I am, it's just like, you know, this this weekend has been nice because I have a room to stay in. I have this time to myself, and, and it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for this, this career move, you know, just to get school working, to get a life established up there. It's a, it's a step back I'm willing to take in order to make a better leap forward. But, damn, it is nice to have a place to go change your clothes. <laughs> Uh, that, that's kind of the thing. It's like I shower and then I, I have to take my clothes into the shower with me and dry off and then change, you know, I, which is fine. It works, but you know, it's like, I don't have a place to relax. I, that, that's not the right word. Cause I do relax there. I just don't have a place to kind of unwind really being, being the introvert that I am. It's like, I, I'd like to have time to myself in order to do that. But I mean, Surprisingly, it hasn't really affected me as much as I thought it would. Um, but I think it was noticeably starting to get to me a little bit because I was getting a little testy, a little snappy. Not not in a way that was aggressive or really rude, but um, I was just starting to retreat into myself a lot more, and I think that was becoming noticeable. So this, this getaway weekend was, was beneficial, I think, for everybody. And now I'm fully recharged on all my introvert batteries and <laughs> ready to go Energizer Bunny on this bitch one more time. Um, but yeah, so I think that'll be really cool. So I'm going to start plugging away at that this week, uh, given that the next couple weekends are pretty booked. Being, you know, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving is coming up. And next weekend is one of the kids' birthdays. Actually, this weekend was one of the kids' birthdays too, but... 
um, I was given the okay to go ahead and go anyway because I'm heading back tonight and the bir the actual birthday dinner is tonight so I'll be there for that um, but yeah next weekend is one of the kids birthdays I think the weekend after that is Thanksgiving weekend I believe I'm not sure but anyway so that's something to look forward to I gotta have this guitar with me. And I haven't really done much with it. The intro I just did, if you, well, obviously you heard the intro, but if you actually listen, you'll probably pick up the fact that it was, in fact, used fact twice in the same sentence, three times now. Um, acoustic. I decided, you know, since I have the acoustic guitar, I'll just record a quick acoustic intro, real quick. And I. I'm just horrible at playing it. Why am I playing that? There it is. Guitar does have a nice sound. I always thought it didn't. That's why I bought the Strat Acoustic, and then I played the Strat Acoustic so much that I forgot how the Ibanez sounded. But I actually like, really like the sound of this guitar now, so I'm glad I never got rid of it. So here's some news. <laughs> I think I should have said this at the beginning, but you know, either way, if you're listening now, you're going to hear it. Uh, Delayed Effect, this very podcast that you are currently listening to, is now a proud member of the Blood Pods Network. It finally happened. <laughs> it took some took some time. I mean, I always said that this this podcast was inspired by the Tangent Bound and Blood Pods Network, but. You know, especially given the fact that Mark and Zach are like the two biggest influences for podcasting, at least for me to like keep going. And I, I, I have more influences than just them, but they were the ones that kind of got me started. And like, I wouldn't be podcasting if it wasn't for them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, Zach is is starting to to take a big chunk of time dedicated towards you know promotion for Blood Pods and trying to get it off the ground, and you know not let it remain stagnant he's he's trying to actually give a shit which i mean not that he didn't before but you know he's actively giving a shit uh about the network so uh he <laughs> mistakenly got all of us in a group chat uh, at least the the like i don't know what do you want to call them? the heads of the not really heads of the network but like the more prominent people of the network i guess and and said, you know, what do you want to do with the network? So first thing I said is, uh, let's make Delayed Effect a part of the network then. And, goddamn, he did it. <laughs> he, I think it was like, actually last weekend, he uh, got everything set up. He got the website put together for me. So if you're curious, so you, so now you don't have to go to podcast.com slash delayed dash effect slash all these weird random digits that I can't even fucking remember. Now, you can go to de.blodpods.com. How easy is that? <laughs> so simple. I'm still going to use podcast.com to upload the episodes, but I think I'm just going to link it to the Blodpods website. So 
I, I feel like that that's how Podblock does theirs, I think. I mean, they still use podblock.com, and then they just link it to podblock.blogpods.com. So I'm, I'm assuming, anyway. I mean, I, I don't go to their websites. No offense, guys. I, I don't use your websites. I just use the app to download the episodes. It's easier. <laughs> So yeah, Delayed Effect is a proud member of the Blog Pods Network, which is pretty neat. So now I have two shows on the Blog Pods Network, one on Tangent Bound, and one show promoted on both networks, because <laughs> you can find Delayed Effect at shows.tangentboundnetwork.com. And now shows.blogpodsnetwork.com. So it's it's funny because it's not part of the Tangerbound Network, but it's it's hosted. It's not really hosted there. It's it's hosted on Blogpods now, but it's it's not even hosted there really. It's hosted on podcast.com. But um, it's available to find <laughs> on uh, Tangerbound and Blogpods now. So that's cool. Basically, yeah, it's Blogpods production, which is pretty fucking bloodpods.com I don't know <laughs> uh that's cool. I don't know. I I think that's pretty neat. I'm I'm really excited for that. Especially um if it helps generate some some more traffic for Bloodpods cuz I mean it I think it gets a, a pretty decent amount of usage given the amount of shows that it has, but I mean, I'm not trying to sound full of myself or toot my own horn, but I mean, I'm I'm expecting some kind of uh, a positive response to my future. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm going to be famous. I I don't believe that for a second. That I'm going to become some iconic record producer. That's that's gonna. You know, everyone's going to seek out, and I'm going to you know go down in the annals of time as as that specific guy. I'm I'm not that full of myself, but I I thoroughly believe that I'm going to make a difference. I mean, maybe I'm just lying to myself. Maybe I'm just tooting my own horn a little bit louder than I should, but I think I'm going to do this right. <laughs> I think I'm going to do good. I know I'm going to do good. I, I'm going to do great. I, I mean, I already know that my passion is enough to get me through this and, and see it as a career, a, a successful one in both. I, I don't I don't think I'll make you know tons of money on it, but I, I think I'll, I know I'll be happy. I know that it, I'll be satisfied with with the work at the end of it because it's what I want to do. It's me following that dream that I've always wanted. And <laughs> I like I've said before, there's no other alternative. It's I don't I don't even feel like I have a choice. This just feels like what I'm supposed to do. And like I said, I don't think I'm going to get famous from it, but I mean, if it happens, that'd be great, but <laughs> I, I think I'm going to 
generate a lot of buzz within the community itself and what better outlet for that than the blood pods network <laughs> and tangerine network for that matter you know it's like like I, I i don't know if i can establish some kind of credibility in the recording industry then people will be like oh hey you have a podcast i'll go listen to it oh what's blood pods oh what's tangent bound oh here promote 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 <laughs> you know it's the whole word of mouth thing is is a powerful tool and i i feel like if if i can push a lot of traffic that way to help them out then i'll have at least paid back a modicum of of what they've done for me so and by they i mean zach and mark you know everybody at the networks that have bothered to give a shit um so that's that's what I'm hoping for. And you know, make a little cash and some awesome music on the side that won't sound like that. I think this thing's out of tune. I don't know. Unfortunately, um, given that I don't have, you know, my own space and really I don't have a lot of time. I mean, you know, I work until five and then I get home and, um, I mean, there's always chaos with kids around, but you know, it's, it's not that I don't have the space to do it. I, I'm more than free to just pull out my amp and my guitar and sit down and plug away or go grab my acoustic and start doing that. But it's like, I get done with work, I get home and unwind for a second and then dinner's ready and then. You know, we all sit down and have like a family time together, and you know, by the, by the time everything's said and done, it's almost ten o'clock, and that's not an appropriate time to, <laughs> you know, play loud music. So, um, my calluses have worn down a little bit, which is a little unnerving, but I still try and find time to plug away because Zach and I are working on a new song together, which. I did play a little bit, but it's one of Zach's. Riffs that he came up with and we're uh that's that's our next big endeavor is, you know, I released uh Without You and I and he released You Said that we worked on individually and now we're coming together to kind of bring the experiences that we've gained from recording our, our own individual songs and we're putting that into some kind of a collaborative effort and I believe I, I, I haven't checked yet but I believe he uh, is going to or has done on the Blood Pods website created a section called Songs for Some which is our going to be a kind of our, our outlet for anything musical that we record. I mean, we're still going to talk about it on Down the Bunny Hole. That's that's what we do on that podcast. We talk about our own shit as well as the stuff from Blink and all that. But uh, that's going to kind of be the official 
I guess forum for lack of a better term, maybe blog uh, for what we do. So, you know, could be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if we've decided on. Um, oh, hold on. Oh, God. Ow. Sat in the same position for so long. I, uh, I don't know if. If he, uh, well, he, he is for certain on songs for some for like the title of the project and for any music that he puts out. I wasn't completely sold on the name. I think it's an awesome name. It's just, I, I feel like for the kind of stuff I want, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sh sure. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with it being the title of the project, but one of the things, you know, because I kept trying to come up with something else or, you know, I kept trying to improve upon that. Uh, he was like, well, how about this? How about we just, you know, because our, our ultimate goal is to create like an EP of sorts. So he's like, why don't we have a side A and a side B? Side A can be songs for some with me and side B can be you with whatever you want to call it. And so now I have to come up with my own thing. <laughs> and I keep like coming up with all these ideas and they sound way too extravagant, but uh. I, I think I'm settled on songs for some, honestly, because it it doesn't, at, at first glance, you know, my problem with it is like, that doesn't seem very deep, because obviously, you know, the two of us that we've said time and time again that, you know, he's the the surface dweller and I'm the one that digs a little bit deeper, but um, after I actually sat and, and thought about it for a while, it's like, well, that, it does make sense. I mean, these are songs that aren't going to be for everybody, they're for somebody, you know, somebody out there is going to listen to this and, and hopefully not have a negative reaction. <laughs> I hope. I mean, there, there's going to be someone out there that enjoys it. There's going to be some benefit. These are, it, it's kind of cool. It's, it's songs for some, then like blank. It's songs for someone. Songs for something. Songs for some benefit. Songs for some money, if you want. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I actually really dig it, so um, I I think I'm probably sold on it. I, I still have to dwell on it a little more because, I mean, the thing is, it's like I, I have a, a brand name I'm supposed to come up with for for school. I mean, I have to establish, like, a, a persona almost for what I'm going to be selling, being an engineer and a producer, which is essentially myself. So I have to basically come up with an image. And I, I was coming up with all these different names, and, and I was like, ah, maybe that, maybe that. And I was thinking, well, it'd be really cool to have this brand name to kind of put all of my shit under. Even Delayed Effect, 8-Bit Pachycast, even my connection to the Blodpods via, or my connection to Down the Bunny Hole via the Blodpods network. Um, all of that is, I, I want it under this one umbrella. Kind of like how Zach is doing with Blodpods. You know, he's he's consolidating a lot of everything uh he's i think he's getting rid of the broadcast twitter account and facebook page and maybe even the just zach facebook page he said he might keep the twitter handle but it's like all all of that stuff he's just consolidating into one account being just blog pods rather than having a separate thing for each one of them it, it makes more sense to just push all the traffic through the one cuz i mean i i you know in in looking at it it does make sense cuz if you have like 
for example, let's say 50 people following Blood Pots and only 25 people following Just Zach. It's like, you know, why put it on one or the other? I mean, you know, he would always release it, or, or rather uh, post about it via every single source, but that that works great for kind of spamming it so that somebody will see it somehow, but at the same time, it's like, why not just have all of that traffic go to one area? You know, I, I believe his term was aggregating. And that makes perfect sense to me, so... I... <laughs> as I made in a Facebook post, it makes sense I can't come up with an idea on my own. I, I thought this was an, an awesome opportunity to, to think up a brand name for me. Whereas it's also, like I said, part of my homework. So, uh, I, I think, I mean, I, I've, I've established one that I really like, but I don't know if I'm ready to publicize it just yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> I'll probably end up publicizing it on Facebook before I do on here, just because I want to make absolutely certain that this is what I want because it's, it's tied to something very personal to me. You know, I was trying to come up with all these cool names, like, uh, I don't even remember half the ones I came up with, honestly, but it was like, I was trying to come up with some really cool idea because, uh, what my overall, I'm, I'm thinking like 20 steps ahead here. It's like, I want to come up with a name that I can eventually correlate into the name of my hopeful studio someday. Or, you know, if I be so lucky to have my own production like company of some sort or my own like entertainment industry someday it's like I want this one brand name to be the umbrella for all of that so you know like I said 20 steps ahead and hopefully not any kind of a delusion of grandeur but I mean being the kind of analytical mind that I that I am that's something I always think about. I mean, I always think, well, if I do this, it could lead to this, which could lead to this, which could lead to that, which sucks for dating, let me tell you. <laughs> it's horrible, but at the same token, it's like, or rather on the same token, it's it's like, it, it's helpful because it, it gives me perspective. You know, it gives me a, an idea of what to expect. You know, I'm never really completely surprised by any one outcome. But same time, it's really maddening too. So, yeah. But you know, it, it gives me a way to plan. You know, so that way, if if it comes about, I'm like, okay, well, I already thought about that, so I'll just go with Plan F. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's it has its pros and cons, as does many things in life. But anyway, I'm uh, I think I'm about ready to wrap this up. Sorry I didn't play guitar very much during this. But well, something for next time, I guess. I, I had every intention of just sitting here playing it instead of talking, but, you know, you go two weeks without doing an episode, I got a lot to talk about. Since my life is a constant chaotic train, always moving in whatever direction it fucking feels like these days, but you know what? At least it provides content, so das ist gut.
There was something I came up with the other day. I don't even remember what it is now. Oh, but. Yeah. Something like that. Something fancy, but eh, you never know, it might turn into something. Years from now, when it's a you know number one on the Billboard charts, people will come back to this and go, that's where he came up with it. <sighs> if only. listening to a lot of Green Day lately, so a lot of my guitar playing is kind of mimicking their style. perfectly and then all of a sudden I forgot I can't remember if this one's drop tuned or not I think it is all my guitars are drop tuned now actually been thinking of a a new tattoo design based off him uh, since uh, American Idiot was such an impactful album for me when it came out actually it wasn't even when it came out it's when I watched the bullet in a, bullet in a bible dvd and I don't know something about that documentary really resonated with me at the time and I I don't know if it if it really shaped anything for me but it just kind of changed my outlook a little bit and ever since then I've just had this different view on the world and it, it's weird because I, I don't really remember what it is <laughs> what the the different perspective is because I haven't watched it since then but I, I I specifically remember I think that was like the point where I realized I wanted to do something to make a difference I wanted to leave a mark on the world somehow and that was like 2007 or 8 or something like that. That I, I, no, was a little bit sooner. So that was still MySpace, whenever that was. That was, uh, might have been 2006, actually. Because I remember American Idiot came out in 2005, if I'm not mistaken. But I remember I was on MySpace and I made this huge, long blog post about how that album and that DVD really struck me and just made me want to give a shit <laughs> you know and then I deleted it after some point I, I think because I deleted my MySpace account probably 
or I deleted all the content on it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it's funny because MySpace feels like a long time ago. I mean, really, it's only about a decade, which isn't really that long ago if you think about it, but. Huh. I mean, the, the. I remember switching to Facebook. I think it was 2007 when I when Facebook. I mean, I don't remember when Facebook started, but. Um. When it was, <laughs> just getting off the ground, you know, and people were starting to to switch over to it. I did. I I just jumped on. I think it's my girlfriend at the time was was on it too. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll see what it's like, and oh, okay. It looked just like MySpace. It was designed almost the exact same way. Um, just with blue and white rather than all the customizable backgrounds and colors and everything. And I had it, but I never really used it. I kept using MySpace, and then everybody was like, oh, no, Facebook's the new hot place. And I'm like, well, just because nobody's on MySpace anymore, I'll go over there. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But yeah, then I deleted that blog post, and I wish I didn't because it was it was pretty profound, even for me at the time. I mean, I, I'm I'm like Zach always seems to say that I'm you know the deeper of the two of us, but that I'm a pretty articulate and introspective kind of guy. But I mean, I wasn't always this way. This is really only the last few years that I've become like this. So to say that I was able to be that kind of a person back then. Um, I was just a morose motherfucker back then. I mean, I wasn't like gothic or anything or emo, but I mean, I was just trapped inside my own head and I didn't know what to do with it. I was just kind of coasting through life, you know, going to college back then and working some stupid dead end job and hanging out with my friends. It's really what I'm doing now, <laughs> I guess, if you think about it. Times haven't really changed, but at least I have a better direction these days. Something at least that I can uh, use as an outlet for my uh, emotions, I guess. And it's funny because, yeah, you know, back then I just I wasn't this person that I am now. I mean, I I found old blog posts from back then or old letters that I wrote from back then I'm a completely different person I mean like I said this is only the last few years it was really about four four or five years ago that I started completely breaking down the person that I was and rebuilding him back up and it didn't even really start properly like I actually started rebuilding my confidence and everything like that and then got about two years into doing that I had I mean honestly in the grand scheme of things and even looking back on it right now <laughs> it was it was nothing it was it was a, a flick on the earlobe you know it's like that that kind of pain where it's just like stinging really instantly but goes away after a short amount of time but I was I was seeing this girl that I thought she was like it was weird because we'd been friends for years and <laughs> I mean I, I always had it in the back of my mind that you know if she she lived in California and I'm like you know if she ever moves here I 
I don't see why we wouldn't hook up. I mean, we never talked about it. We never said, oh, you know, if if only you were here or I were there, then, you know, something would happen. But we, we were always just those kind of friends that we connected and we were so close that it was always just in the back of my mind. It's like, you know, if, if the opportunity ever arises, I don't see it going any other way. And sure as shit, she moved up. And, I mean, it took a couple of months, but, you know, we're hanging out one night and just having a good time. And she says that she really, really wants to kiss me. And I'm like, all right, cool. We should do that. (laughs) And it just kind of took off. And (laughs) it was it was crazy because I was like I was floored because like this is a girl that I've wanted this to happen with for so long. And. We were barely, we we weren't even like officially, quote, together, you know. We were just hanging out, going on a couple dates, and everything's going along smoothly. And then one day she's just like, I don't want to do this for no reason. I mean, granted, I discovered a reason later on, but (laughs) the, the reason being that she actually preferred girls, but, uh, I don't think she knew that at the time. At least I'm assuming that's what it was because it 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 makes sense now. But I was like, I I don't understand. You know, things were going fine. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't being too pushy, which is weird for me. Everything was just coasting along smoothly. And one day she's like, "Can you see that rug you're standing on? I'm gonna pull that out." <laughs> and for some reason. It devastated me. I I don't know what it was. I I think I told myself, it's like, you know, no matter what happens, I always had her in the back of my mind. I I never considered her like a, like a back burner backup plan or anything like that. But it's like, you know, if anything didn't work with a girl, it was like, well, I still had her to go to. And that sounds wrong, I know, but that's not how I mean it. So when that didn't work out with her, I didn't have anyone to run to. (laughs) I had to sit there and, figure this all out of myself and and it I feel like it honestly shook the foundation at the time which is stupid to say now because we were barely together for a month no real feelings there were feelings because we had six years of friendship that kind of manifested into this one month relationship but I I didn't know what to do with myself you know I was like I I honestly became hopeless for a while like I remember uh, my best friend talking to me about stuff going on with his girls, and I'm like, "You're," I, I flat out told him, "I'm like, you're talking to a guy that has lost every sense of hope for anything in that regard." <laughs> I'm looking back now, I'm like, "You melodramatic piece of shit," but <laughs> you know, it was weird. It was just, it was groundbreaking. It was, it was devastating at the time, and you know, so from that point on, I'm like, "Well, I got to do something to if if I'm ever going to open myself back up in that." fashion I need to I need to change I can't be this person anymore because this person is dead so to speak you know this this person is not who I'm meant to be anymore because I I honestly think like she was the one meant for that person that that version of myself that I was so like the the thing says that I shared on Facebook yesterday, you know, when when the flower doesn't grow, don't paraphrasing 
here, obviously, but uh, don't try and fix the flower, fix the environment in which it grows. So, I, so to speak, I did that. I didn't really try and fix myself. I just fixed things that were influencing me and changed the the way that I perceived things. You know, I changed the environment around me in order to better reflect upon the person I wanted to be, and well, here I am so far and you know ultimately it's it's worked out i mean i i have never had more confidence in myself than i have in the, within the last few years and i mean you know if if something doesn't go a specific way you know if, at least in terms with a girl or something like that I, I don't sit there and think oh well, i'm not good enough you know or something like that it's it doesn't register that way with me anymore. I mean, I, I don't see myself as being not good enough for somebody, or I don't see see people as being out of my league. I just, it's like, hey, if I want to have a shot with that, I'm, I, I can try. Granted, I still don't know how to go up and ask a girl out, which is weird given that I'm 29. You th but, you know, it's like all these relationships that I've had, I don't know how this train rolled into this conversation. <laughs> That's the funny thing about just talking, podcasting on a stream of consciousness. But anyway, um, all these relationships that I've had have just happened. I've never, I, I've, I've asked a girl once for her number, quite honestly, and that was m mortifying. <laughs> I was, I was, I didn't, so this is how it went. I was at this, it was a toga, toga party, and... I was talking with this girl. She was kind of cute. You know, we hit it off really well. So, <laughs> uh, I w I went up to her at the end of the night, and we were about ready to leave. And I said, "You have a cell phone. I have a cell phone. Can I put yours in mine?" <laughs> And she's like, yeah, of course. And she was, she didn't like laugh at it or anything. But I was like, like you know, my best friend was there, and he he overheard the whole thing, and he's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and uh, I I did the whole thing where you have to wait three days, and I did, and I called her, left the message, she never called back. I never pursued it, you know. I didn't push anything beyond that. I just deleted the number a few days later. Um, but like that was really the only time I would ever just straight up ask a girl for her number or anything like that because I, I don't I mean I have nothing against dating I have nothing against asking a girl out it's just I think there's that inherent fear of rejection like I don't like failing I don't like going into something and knowing I did wrong even though I, I love learning from my mistakes I, I don't like giving up on something and I don't like going into something without knowing that I can succeed so when I ask a girl out so to speak it's like <laughs> I uh I kind of wait for things to kind of manifest a little bit like like with the girl that I was seeing before when I first moved up to Seattle when when things happened with her it was like you know I walked her up to her door the night that I took her home and we just kind of looked at each other didn't say much and I'm like she's like what and I'm like I feel kind of compelled to do this and then leaned in 
and she leaned in and we kissed you know it was like it wasn't like you know i i asked her out it's just we just had such a good time and that's how it progressed it just became that and that's honestly how a lot of my relationships have been like the one with that girl from a few years back the the foundation wrecker <laughs> she like i said you know we were hanging out and she said i i really want to kiss you right now you know it's that's it's just it manifests into that you know and, and that's that's my favorite kind of thing you know i don't i don't like forcing the subject you know i feel like that's what asking i mean it's really not you know you see a girl you're interested in you go up you want to get to know her more so you build upon that i understand the concept completely it's just i like it when it comes naturally i don't like forcing things so you know and then it just kind of happens and that's cool my my ex-girlfriend that that I would travel up to Washington to visit earlier this year. That's kind of how things were with, with us. I mean, you know, we we became friends, and then she came down to visit one time, and it just happened. You know, it wasn't really planned. I mean, it kind of was, but it <laughs> just I, I feel like the the best relationships to be had are the ones that just kind of, happen by accident or you know accidentally on purpose <laughs> and no I'm not going to start singing was that the fucking counting crows or whatever those guys can go blow themselves um but you know it's th those are my favorite kinds I mean those are those are ones I maybe I'm trying to live a life that's better suited for books or movies you know stories fairy tales kind of things but I just I, I like things to go that way. I, I like it to be like situational. You know, it's like, oh, we're in this moment together, let's act upon it. You know, like I said before, I don't like forcing the subject. It's like I feel like I feel like the way that it happens naturally like that, it's it's almost scripted, you know. <laughs> it's it's kinda cool that way. It just it means something more to me. You know, it's it's more based off emotions rather than some logical decision to actively pursue this person. And, and I'm an emotional motherfucker. I mean, I've, I've said this before. I mean, I have the ability to use logic very well, but <laughs> when it comes to that, I, I love acting upon feelings and passion and, and the, the emotions of the moment. I think that's, uh, that's what bears the best kind of fruit, honestly. So, I mean, you want to put it in that light, the best kind of fruit is the kind that grows naturally, not the kind that you try and force synthetically. You know, the synthetic stuff looks great. It maybe even can taste great, but it's it's not good for you. <laughs> What's best for you is what, what grows organically. You know, so take that as you will. Well, anyway, now I shall end the episode. <laughs> Almost half hour later after I said I would. Um, uh, thank you all, as always, for listening. Uh as mentioned before, you know, Delayed Effect is now a proud member of the Blodpods network, so you can go to de.blodpods.com to get all of your Delayed Effect needs. I don't think I'm going to upload all the past episodes to it, but there will be links there to get to the podcast.com website, so you can at least get it that way if you are so inclined to 
try it that way instead of you know using iTunes or Stitcher or whatever apps you use. Like Joe and I use Podcast Addict or even Satchel Radio. So that's a new one. Um, uh, Mark from the Tangerine Network kind of partnered up with uh, the guys from Satchel Radio. So now we've all registered our shows through them which is really cool they have their own player i haven't used it yet because um the shows that i listen to i don't think are on there yet but i guess i haven't really checked since i downloaded it but it's it's a nice player i mean it's very very easy on the eyes very user friendly i i just prefer podcast addict right now because i can set it up to download the episodes i can have it check to check for new episodes when only when it's connected to wi-fi and things like that i, I like the customization of it so for now, that's what I use, but, um, yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Podcast Addict, de.blogpods.com, you can find me, uh, Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash dEffectPod. uh, same thing for the Twitter handle, and, yeah, I guess that's about it for self-promotion. There is a link to my student website. So if you if you go to Google and you type in Recording Connection Student Services or something like that, you can click on that and it'll take you to like the, the main... Um, it, it's almost like its own social networking site for the Recording Connection and you can browse through the different students uh, alphabetically. So go to the W's because, you know, despite the fact that Facebook may say my last name is Shepard, it is in fact not. Go to the W's. Uh, go to WAMB, and by that point, you should see my goofy little picture. Um, and you can go find my profile there. I'm going to start using it regularly because I'm supposed to be making blog posts and uploading photos to there and such. It's linked to my Instagram account, so anything I do on Instagram automatically uploads to that. So that's kind of neat. Uh, but I'm going to start using that quite frequently for a lot of my blog posts, so um, check there. I have it linked to uh, my f uh, delayed effect Twitter handle, and I, I set it up last night to link to de.blogpods.com as my quote-unquote official website, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, go check it. Um, I guess that about does it, so yeah, thanks again for listening, and I guess tune in next time for more delayed effect. That's a stupid outro. <laughs> I don't have a sign-off for this. I don't know if I really need one, but... Um, yeah. Hopefully next week. If not next week, then I will be back in town for the holidays, and I'll definitely have something recorded by then, and hopefully by then I'll have another class or two down the pipe to, you know, talk about and you know, more juicy information about this journey I'm on, which is, like I said before in previous chapters and episodes that it's the whole reason I started this podcast so I might as well keep talking about it so until then have yourselves a good week and I will see you guys next time Find more blood pods like this at bloodpods.com.